don't get it twisted. <laughs> I have goals, but I'm also surprised. So there's a part of me that really feels lucky to be in this space. And what's been really beautiful is to be on a journey now where I've strived for so much, where I've pushed for so much. And now I'm in a space of, as I'm getting older, more self-acceptance and coming to a place of greater self-love. And what I find so interesting about this conversation when we think about how much should we strive for more and how much should we accept ourselves is that conceptually, loving yourself is not hard. For us to understand, I need to love myself is not a hard concept to understand. If you were to say to anyone on the street or anyone at all, you know, you're like, you should love yourself. They're like, yes, okay, that sounds good. I understand that. But that sometimes when it's conceptually easy is the hardest thing to do, which is sometimes why we overlook it. Because the ego and especially the spiritual ego can really prioritize the more difficult things that it can stay with in the mind than the things that are actually going to take a longer time and be a harder route. Because the hardest challenge we know, at least I know, is to love yourself. And the hardest challenge is something you really can't, there's no hack for it. There's no short route. Because once we get to a place of deeper self-love, deeper self-acceptance, get ready, honey. Something else is going to come up right when you least expect it, right when you're relaxed. Just kidding. It might not. Who freaking knows? But that's what my nervous system says whenever I am really happy. So I just had to share it. But loving ourselves, there's so many layers. And I think that's the important part to think about when we think about greater self-love is like the layers of self-love because there's so much that can come up. We have so many thoughts, 80,000 thoughts a day. Most of them are the same. And most of them are from our lineage, from our parents, from the media. Most of them aren't ours. Most of them are from thought forms, entities, or consciousnesses. And when we really get down to it, coming to a place of deeper self-love is just the hardest work. And it's the most unsexy work. It happens in tiny, tiny moments. I had a win as it relates to this the other day, I've been really struggling with this deep need to be liked. And I realized it wasn't a desire. I'm like, yeah, I have a desire to be liked, but there's with certain people in my life, I have a need to be liked. And this goes back to my childhood, growing up with someone that was emotionally immature, unavailable, neglectful, not a secure attachment, all of that has driven me to become kind of like obsessed in my mind with people that I perceive to not like me. And I was just kind of going on that little train because it's to my nervous system that's unsafe. Because if I perceive that someone doesn't like me for my child nervous system, that's unsafe for me. What would happen? Something might happen like it did when I was younger, et cetera, et cetera. And then also what I do, you know what I do. This is a place where I need to be liked. Sometimes I'm not liked. It's all good. But I would obsess with certain people, mostly people I would respect or mostly people that would activate something in me. Obviously, there's something more for me there to look at with each of them, which I do. But I was working on that recently and I was looking at my phone, looking at good old Instagram, which is the greatest growth opportunity we have as these beautiful matrix levels. And so something came up. 
And I was like, oh, wow. And then I kind of went on my train of like, this person doesn't like me. And I have no idea if this person doesn't like me or not. But my meter is like, if they're obsessed with me, it's like, they have to be obsessed with me. It's like obsession or zero. That's again from my childhood. But I was started to go into the story. I'm like, this person doesn't like me. Well, fuck them. They're a loser anyways. They suck. Oh, it could be because of this. It could be because of that. And then in the moment I stopped and I was like, oh, baby, like, wow, look at what we're doing. And then like my higher self, my capital S self coming through, like, I love you. I love you. I got you. Like, no matter what, if this person likes you or not, I got you. And my opinion matters the most. And this is what we're going to focus on. And that is me sitting at my desk on a Monday at 11 a.m. wearing, you know, clothes that have stains from food all over them, just a random Monday working in five minutes. That is me practicing self-love after having this kind of whirlwind. But that is like the unsexy, uninstagrammable, untalked about moment where we learn to actually accept ourselves. Because the self-development path of that could have been like, I should probably be like this so this person likes me. I should probably be more X, Y, or Z because I really want this person to like me. I should probably be sharing more information about this or talking more about this or doing this thing so that this person likes me. And it's the external focus. I think that when we think about embracing our imperfections, there can also be the thought that embracing perfections means we're giving up. And when I think about embracing perfections and even self-acceptance, there's an energy that I feel, and I'm curious if you guys feel this as well, where it feels like, yeah, it feels like I'm literally a slob on my couch. That's the visual I get when I'm like, just accept yourself as you are. I'm on my couch, melting into my couch, turning into a couch, and I haven't left my place for days. I have Postmates all around me. I just look like a disaster. And for some reason, that's how I see self-acceptance. But when we really think about it, the people that love and accept themselves the most are the ones that usually do the most, are the highest achievers or the people that most importantly give back. And I don't know anyone that loves themselves so much that they don't do anything or that they don't give back or that they're not in service. The people that love themselves the most are usually the ones that have the biggest impact. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe and if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.